Hi, Leoga. Um, Holy Tuesday, so welcome to it. I'm so honored to be with you guys as we kind of walk through Holy Week as a community. Um, so if you have not gotten your your guide, you can do that over at, well, you can just check the bio. It's on our website. The link is there. Um, but I'm going to be here today, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So um, hopefully you can download that, spend a little time with the Lord before this happens, and then come sort of ready to receive. Hi, Debbie. Uh, thanks for being here, you guys. It's just, it's, um, I don't really do a lot of this and it really is something I enjoy. So I'm so honored and and grateful for it. So today, like I said, is Holy Tuesday. And um, in the outline, in your outline for the prayer journal, it's really highlighting um, Jesus and his questions. Um, it's really highlighting the power of how wise the Lord's words were and how wise he was in using them. And uh, so today, as we embrace, if you were here yesterday, maybe you were, maybe you're not. Hi, Shannon. Um, if you were here uh, yesterday, we talked about how um, Jesus comes on the donkey on Palm Sunday to the hails of um, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. And we, we realized and we learned yesterday that Hosanna means save us. So Jesus is the savior and the response to Jesus coming into the city towards the temple, into our own reality, towards our personal temple, is that we would be calling, save us. We also talked about how Jesus is Emmanuel, the one that comes to us. So not only is Jesus the coming, but he is the savior. He is the coming savior. And so today we look at how Jesus comes. Do you know that there's a difference between saying, I need you to come, Lord, and allowing the Lord to come? There's a difference. They're not the same thing. And so when we say, save us, Lord, save us, Lord, and he says, okay, because I can't not, that's good news to you, is he can't not not love you because he loves you. You have to worry about outrunning the love of God because he loves you, because he loves you, because he loves you endlessly. Amen. And so um, when he responds to the come and save me, Lord, number one, that's his specialty. Uh, number two, he can't not respond. And so we say it, we declare it, and then the Lord comes. And so how does the Lord come? And we see that we in our uh, outline, it was Matthew 22 through 25. 23 through 25, that we were supposed to read. Um, and the entire couple of chapters is about how Jesus, with uh, the, the man who is God, is interacting when he comes. And so I want to highlight for you just a moment here uh, is that Jesus is uh, talking to the Pharisees and he is asking them questions and what the questions do when Jesus comes in the saving process, the way he comes is with questions. The way he comes is to ask you a question, not to trip you up, but to expose what you believe. Okay, so if I were to ask you a question about how you perceived something, you would have to take a moment to respond to the question. Correct? 
There would be a pause. There would be an engagement of relationship. Jesus comes and asks questions and he waits in the pause for you to respond. Not just respond, but what do you, like answer. He waits for you to think about it. He waits for you to answer, okay? And what your answer does in the face of Christ is it exposes your motives. It exposes what's really in your heart. So Jesus, when he comes to do the saving in our own lives, in our own temple, he's going to come with questions. And so I want to encourage you because here's, here's the thing about the word of God and the words that God speak is that they're true. <laughs> amen. This is what we do in Holy Yoga Land. This is amen. The word of God is true whether you like it or not. And the very word that created you in your mother's womb, that is the essence of your DNA, is the essence of these words. And so what happens is when these words are spoken and these words are heard, there's something inside of your DNA that is made in the very same image of this spoken word. So these words are important and the words God asks you are important. Because what he's doing when, he, when you read the word of God, which if you're not practiced at doing that or disciplined, can I encourage you? This is a lifeline because inside of me, I was created in the image of the exact vibration in these words. The exact representation of what God was doing here is doing it right here. So he comes and he asks questions. It exposes our motives. And I love that Jesus never wastes his words. When Jesus, when the Holy Spirit, when, word, when God's word comes alive to you, highlight that, notice that because he's not only asking you the question, he is doing something inside of your soul in the unseen parts of your being. He's healing and he's resurrecting inside of the questions. Do you understand? Inside the confrontation of what God's word says about me, who God says I am and how I'm living and what I'm believing. And what I'm putting my hope and my faith and my trust in. Amen. So, in this Holy Tuesday, I wonder if we could just give space for the word of the Lord. The coming, the saving word of the Lord. When God wants to ask you questions and confront you, just to he's not, he's not even mad at you. He loves you. But he's going to ask you questions because he wants you conformed to your truest likeness, which is his likeness. But the way that we do that is inside of relationship. My children emulate me because they are in deep relationship with me. They mirror what I do because I am close-knit to them. When they have a question, they come to me. And so they get their guidance from me. They become like me in their actions and their, and their words because they're in proximity to me. They also believe that I love them. And so it is with God. That when we have questions, when we need saving, we have to know that the Lord who is the Lord will come. He will ask us questions. He will expose us and he will not waste his words. But this word right here, the word of God, is the very thing that exposes the motives. And here's what happens in exposure. We don't like it because we're embarrassed or we're shameful about our, our maybe dark motives. You're human. Hello. You're human. You're totally normal. 
But if you are in the presence of God and God's word exposes and God's spirit, which is love, exposes, it's not scary. It's not scary because God loves you. What's scary is not turning towards God. Not letting him ask the questions, not reflecting yourself. You know, and when you come and you bring all your darkness to the Lord, he transmutes your darkness. He's light. He can't not. So when you have an interaction with God, you always leave feeling better. And if you don't, and you have an interaction with religion that doesn't leave you feeling full, then you are in religion and not in Christ. Christ, the presence of God, his word, his exposure brings us peace that transcends all understanding. If that's not your experience, then you're in religion. Amen. All right, so listen. God did not give you a spirit of fear or timidity, but of self-love. Amen? And discipline. So I want to encourage you today to be with your God. To say, don't just say, Lord, save me and come, but wait when he does. Amen. I hope you have an amazing day. Tomorrow we'll talk about um, uh, Wednesday. Because <laughs> it's Wednesday tomorrow. <laughs> um, I hope you guys have a great day and come back tomorrow and share this with your friends. I hope it inspires you. Um, have a great day. Bye.